Hey guys, we have some awesome episodes this week from LA. Great guests, fun shows. I just wanted to let you know, Chicago, Chicago, I am coming this weekend. The Friday shows are already sold out. Saturday, I'm at Zany's in Rosemont for two shows. Sunday, I'm at Zany's in Old Town for two shows. Get your tickets now. Get the crew together. Assemble the group chat. Also, I'm going to be in Vegas at the Rio, the cellar in Las Vegas, September 2nd through 8th. Come on out to those shows. We've got a great lineup, tons of fun. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the Comedy Store in Hollywood, California. That's right, people. We made the trip across the country. We're going to do a bunch of episodes straight from the Comedy Store, the, the legendary as a Comedy Store here in West Hollywood, Los Angeles. I don't even know how to say the area. I'm not I'm so unfamiliar with what happens out here. But it is cool what we want to do. I'm doing shows in Sacramento this weekend and I thought I got some extra delta points. Let's come a couple days early, try and get a bunch of people to come on the show that may that would be very difficult for me to get while in New York and uh let's do the show out here and figure it out and Fanny's here on the ones and twos, uh, making a special sub-in appearance for Classic Shelb. And we're going to have a bunch of, over the next couple weeks, we're going to have a bunch of guests right here from L.A. I'm very excited. Uh, and, it, and sometimes it's people that I know, and then sometimes it's just like, hey, this guy's going to be great. And this is a this guy's going to be great episode. Um, uh, Brett Erickson, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, Jared. It, this it, is very exciting. It's exciting for me. I, I, I'm sure you know very little about the show. Um, it's, because, a, it's very exciting for me because I work here at the Comedy Store, and now that you're here, I get to come in early today. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. I, I let me do you this ple- this favor on a on a fun Tuesday afternoon. Come in yeah. a little bit earlier in the heat. Yeah, it's beautiful. And welcome. join me. Welcome to Los Angeles. It, I think you can say. That uh, you could call this Los Angeles, you could call this Hollywood, some That's, people do, but it's technically West Hollywood. West Hollywood. And uh, if you're, I, I've been here for a few years and mm-hmm. that was a mistake I only made uh, a few times because people in West Hollywood don't want to be called Hollywood. Because, Why is that? Because Hollywood is filled with degenerates and scumbags okay. <laughs> and uh, homeless people who will stab you. And oh. West Hollywood is filled with very sculpted and happy gay men. Oh. So uh, it's it's better. Different type of stabbing. Different. Um, so I, I, I'm I a little familiar with, the, you know, the gays come in, they clean up the neighborhood, and they let the Jews move in. Like, it's like, you know, that's the, yeah. the, the a tale as old as time, right? Mm-hmm. And this area, I've been coming, I've come out here a few times, which is never, like, you know, just anytime I come here, it's kind of just wide-eyed, and I feel like really out of place. And 
The other thing here with people here is like, and I was telling Fanny before we started, the scheduling here. There is no harder person to schedule with than an L.A. person. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, they'll cancel on you if it rains. Th- that's insane. I'm from Boston. <laughs> I mean, Boston is the type of town where they'll be like, the- they want to brag to you how much the snow doesn't matter to them. Right. Here, I've heard of the rain issues where it's like, I won't even leave. People don't leave the house. Mm-mm. No, no. Crazy. It's cloudy. We're staying in. This is the thing. It comes from the top down. Okay, and I think someone said this to me, and I believe this now that the top, you know, the top figures will cancel on you in a whim. So now even the bottom people will cancel on you. Yeah, it's kind of a power move too. It's like a you, little bit. You know who I canceled on today? Huh? Oh That's my what, you God. know, like that kind of thing. Nothing drives me more crazy. the 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 illusion of work <laughs> is right. is really what right. it is. You're just yeah. dancing around, you know, hovering atop work and not really doing it, but talking about how much you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we've scheduled people, but it's it turns into a can you do one? Can you do two? And it's just it, I'm noticing a trend here. But yeah. you've been incredibly easy. So. Well, I'm from the Midwest, so okay. I, I show up for work every day. And you're from Prior- Pe- Peoria. You said it perfectly the second time. The second time. Peoria, Illinois. And you moved out here four years ago, and yeah. what brought? What was the... Here's, well, all right, well, I've been a comic for 20 years. Okay. But I stayed in Peoria because I have two kids. I'm divorced. Got it. So uh, I, I was sharing custody with my ex-wife, uh-huh. and uh, I couldn't move away there because she wasn't gonna move got it and uh so as soon as my uh kids were grown my youngest uh moved away to college uh-huh i said bye peoria <laughs> see you so, later yeah so I, I stuck it out till they were out of the house and then, were your kids supportive absolutely yeah, yeah. my kids are cool they're they're all right they're now uh both have graduated from college and uh-huh. they have jobs and they're doing things and it's all good. And they got to be pumped to see you like move. I, I would think like there's two sides of it. It's uh, what the fuck, dad, you're leaving or it's let's go get it. Yeah, no, I think it's more let's go get it. Uh, aside from the fact that they both had, mo- you know, they both went on like my son moved to Chicago. Sure. My daughter was in college and, you know, and, and they were she, going doing their thing. They're, yeah, they're gone. I mean, yeah. my daughter doesn't want me to move to college with no <laughs> so so it was all so dad's it was here <laughs> honey <laughs> i'm i'm doing the rodney dangerfield yeah so it's been good and and it's been fun to you know I, i've been here at the comedy store for a while so it's been fun uh to bring them here because they you know hey here's dave Chappelle. you want to get your picture taken with dave Chappelle and joe yeah. rogan like so they can go back and you know and go brag big, big to their friends dicks. And, yeah, yeah back home and so just run chicago with that information that's <laughs> right. great well all of you guys need to go follow brett he's hilarious and awesome at i brett my pants that i already know we're gonna hit it off <laughs> i already heard yeah. they i was like what's your instagram and twitter at i brett my pants good to have you i feel warm inside um yeah i may need some advice as well before this is all well over. we have some emails here we're gonna get to the emails jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Brett has a video podcast. It's called Issues with Andy. Uh, Brett, can you give the one minute? It just started. It just started. We dropped our first one last Friday. Uh, it's uh, it's me and it's comedian Andy Andrist and uh, uh, two guys from the Doug Stanhope podcast, mm-hmm. Chad Shank and Greg Shaley. And uh, what we've done is uh, we're all in different cities. So we Skype together once a week 
and then we put the Skype onto YouTube. So what you see on YouTube is like a Brady Bunch style thing where all four of us are in different rooms. Yeah. And then we drink Bloody Marys and smoke bongs and, uh, you know, just. Is uh, there any so. subject or is it just kind of like it's we're talking? Mostly, it's mostly, it's just m- talking. But if you know anything about Andy Andrist, it's, it's, it's getting the best out of him. He's a, he's a very, very funny man. Okay. And uh, uh, it's, but he's, he's tricky. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> you know, he's like he's one of those guys who's extremely funny on stage, but way funnier off stage. The, so it's the, you know those types of this. Yeah, yes. those guys where it's like, man, if you could just do what you do mm-hmm. on stage, you'd be a household name. So, so the podcast format fits him perfectly because yeah. he can just sit there and then just chime in. It's always a confidence thing, I think, with those guys, where it's like, you know, he's like. You kind of like that. The way he works is like he shouldn't be waiting for laughs. He right. should just go. He's uh, yeah. He is. He has been uh, Doug Stanhope's favorite comedian for you know fifteen years. I, so that's a pretty ringing endorsement. And a, if, if you listen to it, you'll you'll understand why. And for those, I mean, Doug Stanhope is a legendary comic. I I I am a fan of his. I saw him in an airport once, and I just like kept my distance. I just watched him like it was the zoo. <laughs> And the, I actually have a funny story. I was at Dangerfields. This was like four years ago. And I'm at Dangerfields, which I, have you ever been there before? I never have. Basically, here's all you have to know. They're, they taped the new Joker there that's set in the 70s, and they mm-hmm. didn't have to do anything to it <laughs> right. to update it, <laughs> right. to like make it look like Got old it. 70s. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a shithole. So I perform there a good amount. You know, anytime I can, I'm here and whatever. There's an audience there. Let's do some spots. So I'm there, and I'm waiting to go on, and I walk in, and there's a comic on stage who I know, and he's a funny guy doing his thing. And then in the back, there's just somebody yelling at him, just heckling the shit out of him. And the comic on stage who I know isn't really like... He's kind of laughing at it, and he's like kind of going back and forth, but the, the heckler is going off. And then the comic brings on, he was hosting, he brings on the comic, uh, the next comic, and then he walks out, and he, it's Doug Stanhope who's been heckling him <laughs> from the back. And I think Doug was hammered, which- Oh, yeah, you know, that sounds right. That's not, speaking ill of Doug, I know that he gets hammered. So right. I, I just see, and they kind of make eye contact, and they give each other a huge hug. Uh-huh. And it was like, and, and the crowd had no, the crowd just thought some guy right. was just giving the comic <laughs> shit. It was just, and I'm sitting there like, what? Like, as if I'd just seen a ghost. Like, I, you know, of all the clubs to see- uh-huh. Doug Stanhope pop out of the shadows of so it he was, does some of his best work from the back of the room. This, so you this, were lucky. It was quite a moment for me, especially <laughs> as like a like a younger comic, only been doing it so long. I'm like, yeah. what? This is crazy. Um, but you know, so listen, let's do the show. You ready, Brett? Yeah, I'm ready. At I Brett my pants on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Get involved with issues with Andy every Friday on YouTube. Yeah, I, there will be more. Uh, we're gonna do audio as well. Uh, audio only as well at some point, but it's so brand new and YouTube's really easy. And so there's that's some where it is. there's some YouTube specific people. We have people all the time. They're yeah, like, "When good. are you going to put this on YouTube?" I'm like, "I just never got down that road." Well, we're filming. We're this filming one, right now. There we go. So maybe this one will be on YouTube. Hollywood, ba- <laughs> West Hollywood, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. How do you know if a guy genuinely wants to be friends and is not trying to bang you? Um. 
Wow. Recently went uh, to the beach with my three-year-old. She hit it off with another little girl at the beach, and the dad almost instantly came over and sat by us and introduced himself. It turned out we both work in the same field, so we talked about that while the kids played. He seemed like a very nice guy. I mentioned his wife more than once. I also mentioned my boyfriend more than once and wanted to talk about school choices for the kids, etc. After talking over an hour, uh, for over an hour, he asked to swap numbers to arrange playdates because it turned out they literally live on the same street uh on one street down from us. The only time I got a little bit of a creepy vibe from him was when he huddled up very close to me when I was tapping his number into my phone and kind of looking over my shoulder, which seemed unnecessary. Can I take this at face value and just assume he wants to have the kids hang out and ask school advice or has and has no ulterior motive? Or is it weird, and do I need to be cautious? Casually told my boyfriend when he came home that our daughter made a friend at the beach and that I swapped numbers with her dad because they practically live next door, and he didn't seem bothered by it, so I guess that's a good sign. I don't know if this is relevant, but at least in my end, there was zero attraction to this guy. And generally, I didn't get that vibe from him either. But he was extremely chatty to the point where I was kind of thinking, okay, dude, I kind of just want to sunbathe in peace. Any advice would be much appreciated. Um, what do we think? Hmm. And you have kids. I have I, kids. I would understand. I, I, this is something I don't, you know, the play date thing. Did you see like moms out and this was like kind of like having a dog? Like, Yeah. I mean, we did that thing. I mean, we, you know, we had the same, you know, as our kids went through school. I mean, I, I, my kids are grown now. They're mm-hmm. in their 20s. Yeah. So I've been through all this. Uh, uh, when we went through school. We had the same parents we hung out with all of the time, and uh-huh. it's, it's a normal thing. So, so I would say to you, I mean, if if you're a female in this country, you should always be cautious. Of course, that's that's the you know start I mean, that, there. That's why she's writing it, right? You know, she's sitting there going, yeah, and, and you know, I think women have been burned down this road, been burned too many times to not think that there's yeah. like okay. Maybe this is about his daughter, but like, come on, dude, you can, the daughter can find friends. Yes. I think that you, I think that it's a good sign that he mentioned his wife a couple of times because Absolutely. that's, that's the, that's a key right there because yes. if they're going to put that out there just to start with, mm-hmm. that's kind of saying, Hey, I'm not in, I'm, I'm saying this right up front. It's We're letting down gonna, the right. guard. We're not yeah. doing that. So I would say, based on that, I think it's I think it's okay. I wouldn't be too concerned about this guy now. I think that in general, it <laughs> maybe this is uh, a cynical point of view. Sure. But uh, the next question would be, not are you attracted to him, but is he attractive? Because okay. if he is an uh, an ugly guy, mm. and you are a pretty woman. Mm-hmm. Even if he is not trying to bang you, he would. Yeah. You see, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you got to kind of. Yeah. The, the would you game amongst men would make women fucking lose their minds. Right. If you were to sit, if there, if we had the one way glass mirror uh-huh. and had a group of women behind the mirror and then, a te- you know, like one of those, uh, what are they called? The testing groups? Yeah. Like yeah, a, like a, yeah. Like a, fuck, I'm going to get 30 DMs about this. Um. <laughs> What do they call them? The focus groups. Focus group. So if we had a focus group of men and we put up a picture of you, hypothetical you, the royal you, and you listen to these men, you'd be heartbroken and disgusted. Right. It would be 
sure I would. It would sound like all the men were kings of their yes. own kingdom and could just take any woman they wanted. No, no matter how good or bad looking they are. Right. Yes. That, that's like it, it's a very big divide because when women speak about men, it's a, just a different type of vibe. I'm positive of this <laughs> because I've just heard it and I know yeah. I'm not there for women speaking about. I'm sure I'm making a huge generality, but I've heard men speak. Yes. And it's like when a girl says she wants to be casual and a guy says he wants to be casual. Mm-hmm. These are two different languages. Absolutely. So it's like so for this woman, know that. Yeah, I'm married and uh, whatever, but I would. I will probably. (laughs) I mean, depending on, again, maybe that's just being too. Well, I used to play this game when I was working and I used to sell life insurance. I would we'd go out and have coffee, my buddy and I. And this is a disgusting game. Yes. But let me just say (laughs) what the game was. We would just sit there going. We'd play the contract game. We called it every woman that walked by. We go. Here's the contract in place. They won't have kids, no STDs. The minute you come, they will leave the room. Would you, would you not? And everyone was yes. Everyone was yes. <laughs> yeah. it, it was like the amount of- Not much of a game. But- it, not a game, but it was just fun to see. Yeah. You know, like, you're like, would you? Of course. And, and it was not a difficult decision. Exactly. Not a and, fun game. And but- that and that uh, fact yeah. is why this woman is- concern to start with and why she that's should the def- be right that's yeah. the default setting of men so but but based on what she has said mm-hmm. i think that she should just go ahead and, and be friends with this guy until he yeah. does something to make it worse like it yeah, seems let, like it's okay so far i would let him disappoint you over text <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that yeah. is safe you yeah. know don't let him disappoint you in person don't have him say well come over with the daughter like i Trust in the fact that this guy wants his daughter, I think it's his daughter, right? Or his kid. Right. To be safe and have a friend. Right. I mean, like when you talk about your kids, you would want the best and brightest. Whatever they can, you can do for your kids, you would do, right? Right. So so trust in that human instinct. I'm not saying like put your kid in arm's way, but I'm saying like trust the fact that if you guys have a play date, he wants his kid to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And then- if he texts you and you say you're gonna know from his text, and you can uh, over the next play date or two, you'll be able to tell a lot because you can also tell. More importantly, is he a good parent? Because that's a big deal, right? Not, if he's not, it doesn't matter anyway. You you don't want your kid around this other yeah. kid if the parents are weird and and not doing a good job. But if they are, then that's the more important factor yeah. anyway. If he's so. like, yeah, come to the garage. I'm fixing my car. The kids will play in the tools. You're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. and then they're all smoking yeah. cigarettes in the back. That's your sign. Come to this anti-vaxxer <laughs> meeting we're doing while the kids play. No. No. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Brett Erickson at ibrettmypants on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Family friend I'd like to fuck. J Train, Wedding Wizard, Sir of Sex. Cue the lady email jam. I consider myself a 778. We have a rating system here on the podcast. Okay. Guys or girls can use it. This okay. is for everybody. Face, body, personality. All right. It is the area code method. Got it. So a 778, seven That's face, good. seven body. This is a hot ass chick. I'm a little self deprecating sometimes, so I think I'm being generous. Wouldn't that mean that you're not being generous? Ye- if you're self deprecating. Yeah, I think, wait, yeah. Well, good thing there's no rating for her English skills. Uh, I have this family friend that 
By the subject of the email, I'm sure you figured out I'd like to fuck. I also would not mind dating him. We grew up one street apart and our dads golfed together. Since we graduated college, we have become closer and hang out occasionally. We don't have any mutual friends, but we have fun when we do hang out. I like him, but can never tell if he's just a flirty person or if he's flirting specifically with me. We went out, just the two of us, a year ago, and it was fun and nothing happened. We run into each other randomly out a lot, and our parents hang out, and sometimes us kids are there too. Our moms want us to get married and have all the Jewish little kitties and live happily ever after, which is a lot of pressure, but like I see, I see the big picture there too. Mm-hmm. Help, how do I take this to the next level without seeming desperate and or making a complete fool of myself and possibly ruining the great friendship? Hmm. What do you think, Brad? I think, well, I, I'm obviously, if you're both single, then yeah, go for it. Yeah. I, and I was all for it all the way through this letter mm-hmm. until the part where she said, both of our Jewish mothers want yeah. us to get married. And then I thought, well, now you shouldn't do it just based on that fact <laughs> because it's just going to, you're just diving into the deep end of craziness. On, because <laughs> you're going to, if you start dating this mm-hmm. guy, then you can't yeah. stop. You're the pl- the pawns. Yeah, on the chessboard of you, life. Yeah, for these, you've, for these you, Jews. Yeah, yeah, you've let your the mothers are now controlling the board. I know. I and I listen. I don't know your background. Uh, Erickson makes me think Viking. Not Jewish. Ba- not yeah, Jewish. Yeah. Um, as a Jew, <laughs> I know this game all <laughs> too well. Yeah, and it, the thing is with Jewish moms is. We're going to work backwards because let's start with the moms and the Jew thing. Anybody, you know, I think anybody of like, you know, live in the same neighborhood. That means socioeconomically you guys are on the same page. Mm-hmm. That's an even bigger thing. Mm-hmm. More than Jew, money. Right. Then Jew. Then, you know, they want their life to be easy. Everyone right. wants their, you know, I remember uh, like when I started doing open mics, you'd see a lot of people that would bash. There was a kind of a open mic, to- you, you know, those topics that get thrown around a mm-hmm. lot at open mics but there was always the topic of talking shit about your parents for being happy you're not gay do you know that subject yeah, and you're like and i always used to hear that and go i don't think they hate gay people because they're saying they're in the, the the whole line the 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 line an easier life right is is what people would be offended by and i was always say I understand where your parents are coming from. It's easier for them to mm-hmm. give advice mm-hmm. and to look at you and go, here are the, you know, and I'm not saying, and someone could listen to that and go, oh, you're on that side. Okay, if that's how you want to live your life, then I'm an evil fucking prick. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I can understand why a parent would say something that sounds a little stupid and hokey because they're trying to make their life right fit the right way. I'm sure you are with your kids. You're like, just fucking... Get to the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't die. Yeah. Get there. And I, I I, look at this and I, Jewish parents, any parents of any religion, ethnicity, whatever it is, they look at you and go, just be with someone like me. Mm-hmm. Just be with someone who makes as much as me. Yeah. Just be in the be in a house that looks nice. Be with a family that I can talk to. Yeah. You know, like let the in-laws be cool. Let me go vacation with them and go to dinner with them. <laughs> yeah. Make it easy on me. And it's yeah. like, I understand that. So you have to understand that that is always going to be their goal to make their life easier. Yeah. Do you want to fuck this guy? And make your mother right. <laughs> I mean, is it worth it? 
because I, well, she will be right. She, you are admitting that she knows what's best for you. But she's also, I, I even if she just got it by chance, you know sure. what I mean? A, yeah. A, well, a you don't want to give the mom the credit, right? A stopped <laughs> clock is right twice a day. That's true. She, it, it might not be anything she's done to be right on this, but she is going to have the appearance of, see, I know what's best for you, honey. I've always known yeah. what's best. And, and there is it. nothing more annoying than a Jew that set you up. <laughs> I, I, I set up two of my friends, and they had a kid. I wouldn't want me coming near that house because I come and I go, you're my child. I made you happen. And then I look at the kid and I go and I take one finger and I put it into a hole. And I'm like, that's what they did because of me. I made them come in each other. You know, like I'm the. Yeah, Yeah, you walk into their house and you hold your hands up and you say, I made all of them. (laughs) Yes, I do that. That's not even an exaggeration. That's how I live my life. So I wouldn't want to deal with that. But I, I, you know. So that's the Jew part where it's like, understand that your parents are going to push this because it's easy for them and yeah. it's whatever. I The problem I have is, she writes, I'd like to fuck. I would also would not mind dating him. <laughs> Those are two totally different fucking yeah. things to him. Maybe Absolutely. to you they're different. This is, again, the language thing. Yeah. Right? Like if someone said to you, you have a lady come up to you and go, I want to fuck. And you're like, what, what do you say? You're like, oh, let's go. Yeah. In behind a dumpster right now. Yeah. We'll get this done and then I will never see. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, the game, the, the, the game, the, the game, the <laughs> levels of it. You know, and if you said that to her, she would go, what? I said I wanted to fuck. Take me to dinner. And you'd be like, you said you wanted to fuck. Right. <laughs> you know, like what, what, where's the, dia- yeah, the if, difference here? If you want to date him and you want to fuck him, make sure you tell him you want to date him first. Because yeah, if you yeah, tell yeah, him yeah. you want to fuck no, yeah, him yeah, no. and then you say, I also <laughs> want to date you, he's going to say, too late. The wrong order. I'd like to fuck. I also would not mind dating him. No, He's already come in his pants yeah. by the time he said dating. Yeah. I, I, So I think for her... If I was to give her like real, there's it's a couple things. If you go for it, your parents are gonna know. You're gonna become the topic of every dinner conversation. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna stop hearing this. Mm-hmm. Um, you have no friendship with this guy, mm-hmm. so stop believing that this guy. The fact that he gives you attention during part of his day means he does have something. He mm-hmm. there is some level of attraction to you, I would assume. And mm-hmm. Brett, would you like? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It seems like he's into it. People don't take time out of their day to be nice, right? Um, and so I would say to you, make the leap, but know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I, if I were her, send him a text, be like, Hey, I would respond to the next Instagram story he puts up and, and write back. Hey, I was actually thinking of you the other day. My dad was talking about your dad. We should go get drinks mm-hmm. and don't do the thing you have with a friend or a family friend. You have to make it very apparent that this is a romantic gesture yeah. you're making. Yeah. Because don't hide under the, and also take the hint. He might get back to you and go, mm, you know, I'm busy. Back right. away. Right. Quick back away. Right. You don't want to continually exist in this in between stage where no. are we just friends or are we flirting? Are we going to, is this romantic and or are we just casual hangout? Like you have to know. Nothing is worse than your parents going, so I heard you hanging with Joshua. <laughs> and and you're like, I and and you at least if you're fucking Joshua, you're like in your mind, you're like, Yeah, I am yeah, hanging with Joshua. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But if it's I don't know what the fuck is going on either, 
You're going to hate your fucking mom. Yeah. Or my dad, and, but I'm yeah, assuming Yeah, because it's you're going to have to give some sort of answer to mom. Yeah. And you're not even going to know what the answer is. So and, you're, how can you answer that correctly if you don't even know the answer? The worst frustration in the world, <laughs> not knowing the answer to Jewish annoying mother's question. <laughs> What's going on with Joshua? I don't know. We uh, went out. I, I, he, he doesn't coffee. Ta- uh, yeah. <laughs> he kind of, we went to you, a thing, but we went to the ball game. But, I don't know what But that. he doesn't like you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he does. But what I do you mean, mean he thinks he does? Well, is he going to take you out? Well, we went for dinner, but it was like we split the bill. I don't split the bill. The dad's a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. He can afford it. You know, like that is the worst. Yes. You're, <laughs> you're setting yourself up. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We are sponsor people. Whoo. My bookie. This is a new sponsor alert. Ring that bell. It's a new season. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. LeVon Bell is with the Jets. Odell Beckman is in Cleveland. Who are you a fan of, the Bears? I am a Chicago Bears fan. I'm a big... I like the Bears as a fandom because um, they're not the cockiest of fans. It doesn't seem like there's a Bears swagger. There used to be. There with the 85 yeah, Bears. Yeah, there used to be. I guess when you have and the linemen running in touchdowns, that's kind of cocky. Yeah, it went away <laughs> quick, though. Yeah. Uh, my The one thing that hasn't changed where I'm putting my money down on all the games. My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has bet better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you have to do is pick five NFL teams, uh, NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard uh, and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. So listen, um, I am a MyBookie fan. I'm happy they're coming on. Here's the thing. I'm not going to tell you to put $100 on the fucking you know, super context thing. What I'm going to tell you is I nothing is more fun to me than a day where your $100 is split up amongst Mm -hmm. a bunch of games. You get a little drunk. You don't have to worry about finding someone to do the bet with or finding someone to go on the other side of it. It, It's all played out for you. And there's nothing more fun than just having a bunch of tickets all over the board. Mm -hmm. When the Super Bowl, I'm a Patriots fan. My brother and I, we went and watched the Super Bowl down in uh, the Caribbean um, in Nassau. Yeah, and we sat the, and the the Patriots won like twelve three, you know whatever the score was of the Super Bowl. We had bets all over the fucking board. Yeah, some fucking one guy made a catch, and we're sitting there high fiving, and as everyone else is bored because why? Because we bet on like five catches by Julian Edelman. Right, and you can do that at my bookie. You can really take your Sundays up a notch. Yeah, there's no way to care about the Chargers playing the Cardinals at unless all. you have. <laughs> 20 bucks on 20 bucks can really change a day (laughs) and i'm not saying of that you know and right here um i I mean here's the here's what they're giving us here's your free money um up to a thousand dollars first deposit bonus double your first deposit so if you deposit a hundred bucks they're gonna give you another hundred bucks that's nice that's called free money okay i don't know where else you find that Use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code JTRAIN when creating your account to claim the bonus. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.com, MyBookie.com. Promo code JTRAIN, promo code JTRAIN. Go get that money. 
right now here with Brett Erickson at I Brett My Pants. Get involved. The YouTube podcast, Issues with Andy's, every Friday. Get involved. Get involved. I met his family, and then we broke up. I like bringing you the family ones. Mm-hmm. All right. You got a family? Yeah, yeah. You have a sensibility? Mm-hmm. This is why we're here. This is why we play the I game. I can't wait to solve this problem. You're welcome, listeners. J Train, love the pod, feather, feather. I've recently, I very recently went through a breakup and would love your insight on what the hell happened. I had, so we're playing Monday uh, yeah, morning yeah, quarterback, like mybookie.com. I had been seeing a guy for about eight months and things were going great. We were always having fun together. He moved into a place very close to where I live and from the outside, we looked like we were the perfect couple. So seeing a guy eight months and things were going great, we were always having fun together. He moved into a place very close to where I live. Uh, I was assuming things were getting serious as he threw me a surprise party for my birthday last month and invited me to fly down to the south to visit his family with him at the beginning of the month. I loved his family. They even invited me back down in October. Suddenly our relationship fell apart about two weeks ago. I got a message from a girl saying my boyfriend had been flirting with her and asking her for nudes. That's a bad yeah. sign. Uh, <laughs> got him. Yeah. <laughs> I confronted him, and he, first he was uh, extremely apologetic, and he, and we agreed to work things out, build trust back, and I really believed he was sorry. The day after that conversation, he agreed to f- allow his he agreed to allow his female friend that he is not close with and isn't very nice to me to stay with him for a week because she didn't have anywhere else to stay. I was obviously having a hard, really hard time with this, and frankly, it sent me into an anxious spiral all week. He stopped reassuring me, stopped inviting me over, and by the end of the week, we had broken up. He said he needs to, quote-unquote, work on himself, which is usually what people say when they just want to get out, but what do you think? Uh, I'm doing well considering all of this happened out of the blue, but I'd really love your thoughts on this. I won't bother Shelby with this love. Our normal producer, Shelby, is, has a knack for doing celeb lookalikes for people that send in. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want to, but um, but I've written in before and you said I'm very cute. That's all I need to hear. Yeah, I'm sure you're very cute. Um, so what do you think of this situation? I think it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it sucks. Um, it hurts whenever you get your heart broken, mm-hmm. but this guy is garbage. Mm-hmm. You should be glad you're out of his life. Move yeah. on because- he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he dodged was, the bullet. Yeah, he was already cheating on you, mm-hmm. and it would have gotten way worse, and the heartbreak would have been even worse down the road. If he hadn't cheated yet, he was looking to cheat. Yeah. And here's what happens. Um, if you're dealing with a cheater, doesn't matter, male, female, whatever, they can only keep up the lie for so long. So what happened was you turned on the lights in the prison yard while he was running out of the yard. Mm -hmm. And now he's got to come back and he came back for his lashings Mm -hmm. and he's like, you know what? I'm going to fucking kill myself in jail. Right. (laughs) You know, like I'm going to blow this whole thing up. And that's, you know, that's a very crude way to put it. Um, He Epsteined himself. He, this guy went full (laughs) Epstein. It's true. And it's, um, and, and it's not that your relationship was so good. It's you found out how bad it was. And that's yeah. the and 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 now what you have to deal with, and I would understand that the hurtful part of two guys saying this to you is how could I have been fooled? You know, uh, that would be and I understand that. That's like the worst thing is like, wow, this was going on the whole time. I'm a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And to make you feel better, I don't know if this helps. Yeah, we're all fucking idiots. Yeah. We all want to believe love is happening, that this is the one. This is the the great escape. Right. The trick will be 
having the same sort of beautiful trust yeah. for the next guy, which you should have because yeah, yeah, yeah. because And it's you tough to do, you know. It is tough to do, but you can't you can't be like you can't go into the next relationship and be like, well, this last guy was lying, and uh, yeah. every like you can't be like, you know, mm-hmm. trying to search through the next guy's phone when he's not around and doing all this shit because now it makes yeah. you a different person, and you are a good person, and you want to stay a, a good person, and eventually you will find that person who is honest and Absolutely. worthy of your love. So don't don't sink down to thinking everyone is like this guy, but you're better off without this guy. Totally, and you know what she did that a lot of female listeners when they email in they do this thing that i don't relate to and i I, maybe you you're different than me but i'd like to know she what women do guys are almost so brutally confident and ego built that we're like she's with me she fucking likes me Mm -hmm. and when women don't have that same ego thing i can see it through the emails where she writes a whole list of reasons that she was convinced he loved her Mm mm-hmm I met the parents. He threw mm-hmm. the surprise birthday. Like, I don't know if I would look back on a relationship and think that way. I would just go, this fucking bitch fucking was getting news. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, here's seven actions that made me think she liked me. I, I, I just feels like this happens a lot with women. It's like, yeah, I do understand where you're looking back and it's like, all of this, those are nice actions and meeting the parents, but it wasn't those actions. How you reacted to those actions isn't why it ended. Right. It wasn't, well, she met my parents and the parents were like, get her the fuck out of here. Also, it wasn't, my parents loved her. I'm going to keep her. Uh-huh. It, those that had nothing to do with this guy wasn't in, in for the serious relationship. Yeah, it is weird, though, that he threw a surprise birthday. Very weird. that's a lot of work. This guy. And, like, and you have to know if you're yeah. doing that. See, because here's what I would say. Guy, there are some guys who who are just like they just live in this place in their head where where they think it's okay to cheat, where it's like, yeah, I can just, I'm a dude, yeah, I'm a yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so I would say that you know he probably in his head did like the did like her, yeah, enjoyed the relationship. Mm-hmm. He just wanted it on his terms. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it doesn't change what happened. It doesn't mean that he didn't value your your companionship and maybe Mm -hmm. i don't say love you but like you know he he was in it like he threw you a surprise birthday party that's some sort of surprise birthday party like that's a lot and And it's also it's also like putting yourself in front of the friends yeah to be like i'm the guy right but that is why you're better off without him because if this guy is willing to be you know catting around behind your back while going to that level because yeah, if you throw yeah. a surprise birthday party for somebody <laughs> you are telling that person we are in an exclusive relationship absolutely and you're, what you're <laughs> the amount you have to rationalize this is a crazy person yes to rationalize well all of a sudden i'm looking for nudes on the <laughs> side of you know in the bathroom surprise you, yeah. <laughs> like 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 uh, and also i hope it makes you feel better you're hearing two men Going, what a what a what a trip of lies this guy had yeah. to take to get to the point of going. Yeah, I look for nudes, but I also love this woman. It's like yeah. that's a crazy person. It is a crazy person, but I would say my point is, yeah. I wouldn't go back through all of those things and say none of them were good. You know what I mean? Like, like she can yeah. still go. Hey, I enjoyed my time with his family. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. You have to separate the fact that he was, you know, it's difficult to do. And take this to where, you know, 
take these things to kind of judge the next guy. These are the things that made me feel good. Yeah. These are the things that made me feel bad. These are, you know, obviously finding out uh, having a woman That's out of the blues. Tough one, dude. Tough. And it's tough to get back on your feet. And, you know, this guy was an opera. I would say to give empathy to this guy and a little bit, it's a lot like what you're saying is like, he's not operating in a world where this is a fucking life ruiner. Right. <laughs> you know, he was like, well, I asked for nudes, whatever. Yeah. I wasn't going to fuck her. And it's like, yeah, dude, you fucking, you know, you had the, the surprise birthday party combined with that is a life ruiner. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is the other thing. When a guy says, oh, I've just got to work on myself. Mm. That's bullshit. No, 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 He's not going to work on himself. No, no, no. He's yeah. telling you that to get rid of you. That's the guy who got, was an idiot doing coke and then wakes up the next morning and goes, I'm done with coke. Uh-huh. And then goes, I, I got to work on some shit. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you don't want to be there for the next Saturday night where he's like, where someone goes, hey, you want to come in the bathroom? Uh-huh. You don't want to be around for that. Let him fucking figure that out on his own. Right. If he was going to work on himself, he would do it without telling you. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Woo! Zip recruiter, zip recruiter, zip recruiter. Okay? Listen, hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. I'll say this. Tough to find people. Look at me. Looking for guests in L.A. Trying to make fucking appointments. You know, texting for times and places. Okay? Fanny, tough person to find. Great person to work with, okay? Fannies don't just come off of trees. We got to find the right people to work with, and you want that means you need a system to get in front of the right people, the right recruits, the right type of resumes. And ZipRecruiter is where you have that happen. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Just stop wasting your fucking time. You're wasting your time. I'm looking you right in the face. You are wasting your time. You're out here. Just, what are you on, Craigslist? Come on. ZipRecruiter is so effective. I'm going to repeat myself. Four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. J-T-R-A-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. Zip. Recruiter.com slash JTrain, the smartest way to hire. Here with Brett Erickson at I Brett My Pants. Go follow. Go follow. Go follow. Feather my nuts. Send in your emails. JTrainPodcast.com. <laughs> Caught feelings for fuck buddy. Oops. Are you in the fuck buddy where- world? Not me. No. I am in a uh, committed relationship of about 18 years. 18 years. Somewhere around there, yeah. Married? No. We've been together for a long time. We're we're How a, does we're the, married. Of course. We're we're married, but we're not married. Why no Well, here's the thing. And I I've gotten some blowback on this from some people. Of course. But I, after I got divorced, I, and I get along fine with with my ex. Mm-hmm. We we have a, a decent relationship, but it but it wasn't great at the end, as you know. That that's what a divorce that's is. What yeah. uh, so you, you had one of those fun divorces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, we were actually great at the end. It was, it was the beginning a, that sucked. I threw a surprise party for her. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but one of the things 
that that was an issue mm-hmm. was that she is a very religious. My ex is very religious. Okay. So uh, and and I'm an atheist. So that, that seems ended up like being, a he- we should have checked this out going in, yeah. but it didn't seem like an issue when we were in love. That's a sitcom. Yeah, a bad one. <laughs> but one of the things that she said in therapy was that she had made a promise to Jesus okay. that she would stay married. Her buddy has Yeah, and, and my complaint with that was, well, now I'll never know if she's staying with me because she's in love with me and wants to be here, or she's made some bullshit thing with a made-up person. Staying together for the kids, except the kid is Jesus. Yeah. So so after that ended, and I processed it all, and I met this next person who mm-hmm. is f- amazing, uh, and we we got together, and and g- going forward, I was like, "Here's the deal: we're in a committed relationship. Sure. We're looking at each other and saying it. Uh, so there's no there's no way I can backtrack and go, well, <laughs> we're not married. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so we're in a committed relationship, but you're also free to go to a better deal if you get one. So now if she stays, I know she stays because she wants to, and I am in a constant process of courting her because if i stop mm-hmm. then she's gonna be like well i can go with another person and have a better deal I, you've really worked this I'm explanation t- out i believe it <laughs> i'm on your side brett not a lot of people are gonna be on my side <laughs> no but i it sounds like 18 years worth of practice went into that explanation <gasps> you just gave it and then almost passed out uh. <laughs> I, got it all I love that. That was a that was an explanation that was locked, you know, locked up for I, a female to agree with. That wasn't oh man. for me. I've said it before. I've I, been through this listen, one before. That was, I'm also, you read off your palm for half I, of it, but I'm very lucky in that my uh, my partner <laughs> is a very chill person. Of course. So I, it's like she's not one of these. I need a wedding and I need a okay. ring to show my friends. She's just not that person. So you also have to have one of those people. It's got to be the match. I would marry her if she wanted it. Yeah. I, so I mean, like that's yeah. that's my level of commitment to but this. But I like that. It's it's funny that like everything relationships like you know whatever they are like the family dynamic or you you and your your life partner <laughs> do you have yeah to, there's no word do you have for to give it. a name to it there's no word for it I, I i used to do a bit about how there's no word for yeah. what we have because you know my my life partner sounds like it's going to be a dude yeah yeah, yeah. it sounds you like know? a gay couple and yeah. like my girlfriend doesn't really doesn't, has, doesn't elevate have the weight, her enough doesn't have the significance sure and so you just go through all these terms and, and you know, Did you my, have a name for it in the my, bit. Yeah. No, it never. It was like there wasn't one. I just went through all of it. Like was signif. I'm like, I'm not going to say that because I'm not 19. <laughs> like, you know, there's just all Yo, of these totes things. been with her 18, yeah, 18 years, bro. This yeah. is my signif. So <laughs> so usually what we do like it yeah. just, now what we do is I say either girlfriend or wife, depending on who I'm talking to, which ah. can be which can lead to some confusion. But I just deal with it because sometimes I'll be like, yeah, it's my wife. And then they'll be like, oh, I thought you weren't married. I'm like, well, we're not technically married, but and it turns we've been into together. It turns into a whole thing. But that's still I, there's no way around it. That's so, so funny. I should I, just marry her so that I could just fucking say it. Everything about that last that last five minutes <laughs> should be. I put, need to write into the J Train podcast well, you, and get some advice now that I, I think about it. Send it in. God well, damn it! You need a name for it. <laughs> I would agree. You need a name because this is this is too much. You're doing too much legwork. A lot of work. 
It's been easier in California because she, you know, yeah. she she came out here with me. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually this is what makes it work. She's also a bartender at the comedy store. Okay, so, so this, this is, is working all, out well. Per- We're she's, both professional alcoholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not as much of nice a to relationship. Meet you. I didn't know my as my <laughs> family was here. <laughs> yeah. We're, Basically, just uh, you know, enabling each other, which, and which it's, is it's beautiful, a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and I say, I've said this on the podcast before. It's like, you know, my dad has this old saying that it, it was kind of a funny thing that he would say to me, <laughs> but it it always was very true. Where it was like he's like he was talking about his family, like his mm-hmm. immediate family he has three siblings and a mom and a dad, whatever. And he would go, he goes, we're all fine. Mm-hmm. It's the outside people that will fuck us all over. Right. It's your wife that looks at you and goes, they're fucking you. Yeah. You're getting screwed. We're all good. We've all <laughs> figured out how the puzzle pieces and how the wax has melted together. Yeah. I know where I have to back off. I know where I can speak up. And it's your wife or your husband that goes, you're getting fucked. Mm-hmm. This uh, your brother takes advantage of you, and <laughs> and you're going no no no. That's how the the candles have melted <laughs> yeah, right. over thirty years, and it's like you and your wife or your signif. Um, uh-huh. You guys have come together in this in this whatever agreement it is that you've just explained, but. <laughs> It's funny to hear you explain it like you're in a courtroom because Ugh. there's always that woman who's going to go, what, she doesn't want to get married? And yeah. it's like, yeah, that, that Jewish mom from before, she doesn't want to, you yeah. don't want to commit? Mm-hmm. It's like, we've been doing this 18 years better yeah. than married people have done it. Yes. And well, that's one of the things that's been beautiful is that she has a very, she's not Jewish either, but she's mm-hmm. got a Brooklyn mother okay. who is a very Irish Catholic. Cool. But is this whole, like, she was really pushing marriage for a long time because it's her only daughter yeah, and yeah, she yeah. wanted to have that wedding. And then, uh, but uh, uh, Carrie's brother mm. has, a, the perfect brother, who's a great guy, by the way. Sure. But he has now been through two marriages that both ended in divorce. <laughs> Because they were terrible, yeah, yeah, and, then, and it's like we we've outlasted both. And the of them. two hippies waving <laughs> from the west coast, like yeah. ta ta, mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you so, got to say now, bitch? <laughs> so we're good. I'm ready to dive into Let's do this. It. Caught feelings for fuck, buddy. Uh, longtime listener here in desperate need of your wise Jewish wisdom. A year ago, I met this guy on Bumble. We went on a first date, had five tequila sodas and great conversation and even better sex after. I didn't hear from him after the date. And when I reached out, he claimed he was getting surgery later that week. <laughs> didn't hear from him again until two months later on the on the dot. He hit me up with a late night. Hey, you. After two weeks of him trying to get me to come over, I eventually grabbed drinks with him. A week after drinks, I went to his place and we fucked. Since then, every couple of months, one of us will hit each other up and say, wanna hang, wanna bang, with a wanna bang text. He, We had last fucked in April and I told him that this is exactly what it is and nothing more. Then about a month and a half ago, he hit me up again and we've been seeing each other every week since. We went uh, from seeing each other, not even speaking, ripping each other's clothes off and then immediately leaving to now actually hanging out before we've had sex and cuddling after for a, cuddling for a while after. I've become super comfortable around him and the sex is amazing. Last week we used whipped cream, highly recommend, and he made me come twice in two minutes. Boy, this is... Wow. <laughs> what a... <laughs> you, you know, a lot of deets. I li- uh, yeah, I like your listeners. <laughs> yeah, they're... 
they listen, they party. <laughs> I'm really starting to like this guy the more I get to know and find myself thinking about him a lot. The only time we ever really text is when we want to see each other. My question is, do I just let things keep happening the way they are and hope eventually we get serious or have a conversation with him? I don't need 100% commitment right now, but just want to know that there's the opportunity for growth here. Side note, we've stopped using condoms and he's asked uh, during sex if he can come inside me. Even joked last week uh, that even though I hadn't started my birth control yet, he that he should still come, just come in me. Oh, that's a funny joke. Ha ha. That's not what, what is that? Uh, We're both sitting here just shaking. Uh, also took a note from the old J Train playbook last week and told him that I had gotten off the, uh, to the idea of going down on him, uh, down on me that the day before, and I've never seen him so turned on. That's an old trick that we. There was a girl that her boyfriend wasn't going down on her, so I was like. Huh. Text him that you had a dream that he went down. Oh yeah, and that you you came so hard, and it kind of is like a motive. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. So, what do we think? Uh, I think that you have. I I was back and forth on this, mm-hmm. and I was gonna be like, well, you know, you can just kind of let it play out for a little while longer. Sure. If you're not using condoms, yeah. and he first of all use condoms. Do not let him come inside you. No, 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 if no. these things are happening, you need to have this conversation immediately. You don't want to be vague about your relationship when you're not vague with the birth control. Right. You know, like I does that make sense? Yes. Right. Absolutely. Like, because you're saying you're making a very definite decision with an in with an undefinite undefined relationship i had to tell my two children Mm. that i was divorcing their mother and moving out of the house yeah now that is a very heavy thing to work through very you could be pregnant you could end up pregnant you could have a life with this guy forever if you end up having a child you can't afford to be casual with what's going on and you can't be afraid to hear the answers you know like you, you don't go well, I wanted to be polite. <laughs> like, right, what? Because, right, totally correct. If he says, hey, I just thought we were fucking, then you can go, okay, that hurts me because I thought it was going to be more, but yeah. that's fine. I like that. Now put on two condoms, please. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. if he, you are just fucking, then he shouldn't be coming inside you, I, and you should be wearing condoms. I'm with you. The condoms, I mean, I'm the, I'm the condom king here. I, 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 I'm Mr. Condom. Until I, He's you know, wearing now, one now. I'm, I'm wearing one now <laughs> on all my fingers. Um, I but I, the condom's a good gateway into this conversation. Where right. You go. It, you That's say, exactly it. Yeah. You say, hey, um, if, if we're gonna stop using condoms, I gotta know that you're tested and you're not seeing anyone else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they can be as plain as that. Like it yeah. doesn't have to be. What are we? Hey. Um, and that's something you can go, I'm on birth control. I am game for that, but I have to trust the person I'm right. with when I'm not going to use condoms. Right. And to, and if that's not what you want to do, then still use condoms. If you don't want to have that conversation, still use condoms. And, mm-hmm. and that's your right as well. But also, I think also having, I think you, when, with these situations that are like, we used to hook up and it was casual and now I'm starting to like, feel like I want more. You have to start asking for more little by little. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like you're taking off the training wheels one at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, you go from the one training wheel to the, now you're on two wheels. So, but even slower than that. So like to her, I would say maybe the next time he texts, you say, I can't get together, but I can do drinks tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's, it's a little bit of a cat and mouse thing where it's like, 
yeah, I'm not going to just run over to, you know, to have the cum dumped over. I'm, right. You know, I'm going to. That's a good idea. You know, whereas you go and you just be very polite. Yeah, hey, no, that's a good idea because that tests him it tests without him. having the conversation. Yes. Does he want to just hang out with you without the payoff and the whipped cream at the Sh- end? Absolutely. Because if he doesn't, then you're kind of getting your answer there, too. Your answer is in the action. So yep. it's like, you know, so there's the condom route, but then there's also this route of like, Hey, uh, and being cool. You don't have to be mean or you don't have to, because a lot of times women will do this thing where they'll go, oh, you're just calling me over? I'll do drinks. And it's like, don't Don't do do that. that You're revealing yourself too much. Hey, uh, tonight's not the night for me. I could do drinks after work tomorrow if you want to do that. Right. And then he'll go, yes, no, or maybe. Right. No and maybe are the same answer. (laughs) (laughs) So there's your answer. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Do we have time for one more? We got time for one more. You got Let's time? Let's do one more. Let me do some sponsor first. People, Dashlane. You ever have trouble remembering passwords? That is the. I tried signing into Hulu yesterday, and literally when it didn't work the first time, I go, ah, fuck. Like it was like an out of body fuck. Like, I was so mad because I'm like, this happens all the time. I have seven passwords with different, you know, different exclamation points and and capitals and non-capitals. And I'm just scrolling through the memory bank of these seven different variations Mm -hmm. on the same seven words. And it's every day with this bullshit. And you don't have to do that. That's why you should be using Dashlane Password Management. Dashlane isn't just your average password management app. It's the Ferrari of password managers. No more writing down or guessing your passwords. The average person spends 11 hours each year resetting their passwords. I'm Listen, did you hear 11 hours of your year? <laughs> 11 hours? Yeah. It's probably more for me. I'm, I'm on the higher end of that. Not with Dashlane. Dashlane is secure. It's easy. It's password magic. I, I'm a huge fan of what they do. It's made my life completely easy. It's great. Dashlane has an exclusive offer for our listeners, a free 30-day trial of Dashlane Premium. To redeem, go to dashlane.com slash jtrain. Dashlane.com slash jtrain. If you have more than one password, Dashlane is a no-brainer. Go to dashlane.com and start your free 30-day trial right now. Fix your password problem once and for all and support our show at dashlane.com slash jtrain. We're here with Brett Erickson. We're going to do one more email. At I Brett My Pants. Go follow, go support. I'll give you the choice. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. How to ask for a non exclusive situation. Mm-hmm. We broke up over distance. I need some JT advice or tough love. A four year long sexual tension. Uh, desperately need some action. F- unmatched. New guy in the building. Let's do new guy in the building. That sounds this is a good kind email. of a, yeah, sounds a little bit different than what we've done. Let's do so it. J Train presenting a bouquet of feathers to you. Classic Shelb and today's esteemed guest. A new guy just moved into my building with his wiener dog. Uh, that's not the only <laughs> wiener moment I've done. Ah. And he has a dog. <laughs> While I was away on vacation last week, my neighbor was playing with my pup in the lobby when the new guy and his dog walked in. 
boom. I just imagine him walking in, like just strutting in with this little tiny wiener dog. Uh, per the building gossip, the new guy is really cute, and his pup loved the treats my dog had and wanted to know what kind they were. When I got back a few days later, apparently he had asked the front desk if I if they had seen me to ask about the treats. So I left a note with the brand and my number in case he needed help uh, getting up, set up with the dog walkers in the area, and also because I was hoping he'd text. So... He called and laughed when I picked up as he said he thought I may have been one of the older ladies in the building. What? So he called and laughed when I picked up as he said he thought I may So he's never seen her before. Is that right? Oh, I guess not. Because that's a weird thing to say. Now I get it. So this, this woman's... Neighbor had her dog, oh. and the while neighbor, I was away on vacation yeah. last week, my yeah. neighbor was playing with my dog in the lobby. Yeah. When the new guy is, and then the gossip is that he's cute and loved the treats. He was asked so about the treats. Yeah, so he was. So so now you know that his. Uh, he, he was true that he just wanted the dog treats yeah, yeah, yeah. to make the first contact because he didn't know what this she could be. Like yeah, this or... could be a, one of the old ladies who lives <laughs> in the building. And now he's finding out that this is interesting. Isn't. Yeah. When I picked up, he said, I thought I may have been one of the older ladies in the building for background. He's 29 and I'm 24. This started a longer convo over text where I found out he just moved from Florida to D.C. for med school. He sent me pics of the pup and talked about talked about hoping to connect about dog walkers and other pup stuff. I found his Insta because, of course, I did. And he lives up to the he's cute hype. How do I move this from neighborhood neighbor dog chat to actually meeting up e- meeting each other chat? I definitely like to n- get to know him, but since we have act- haven't actually met in person yet, I'm not sure the best way to move in that direction. Any advice is much appreciated. Love this. Yeah. Great email. Yeah. I think that you do a doggy date. You go yeah. to a dog park with your two dogs or you go dog walking together? Yes. Um, because dog parks can be tricky because it depends on the temperament of your two dogs. Some dogs okay. don't like dog. I mean, I, I'm a dog owner. Mm-hmm. Our dog is totally chill, but sometimes you see at a dog park, it can get nuts, but yeah. do a dog thing with this guy. This is like, uh, you know, for the, com- the, the comedy fans listening, this is a yes. And situation, <laughs> um, an improv. It's funnier to say yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. then instead of no, but, um, also I just believe in swimming with the current. The current is the dog. Right. Swim with the dog stuff. And this kind of, this brings the podcast kind of full circle in the sense that, you know, before we were saying you don't want to be the friend, you want to reveal yourself as not the friend. This mm-hmm. is kind of one of those where because it's a little different. Every situation's different. That's why we play the game here. Um, you have to use the dog as your way into seeing if then you can announce yourself romantically. Right. And you might not want to after this. Sure. Like you, you'll, you'll both find out more about yourselves. It's way too early yeah. to, to say, I want this to be a romantic situation. First, got to find out. If he's in med school, he's going to be very, very busy. It might not be a situation that even he's even able to give himself into a, a time to a relationship. What, what the dog offers you, you know how restaurants have soft openings? This is <laughs> yeah. a soft opening to the, to the dating. This is a soft opening to your soft opening. There you go. <laughs> Boom. That might be the name of the episode. <laughs> I, I, I I totally agree. Uh, I would say, hey, I know a great park. Would love to take you out. I know you're new to the area. Let me know if there's a good day that works for you. And that puts the ball in his court, and he can say yes, no, or maybe. Same as mm-hmm. a date, but it's really just you saying, 
Uh, listen, we're both dog fans. We've had this great text, you know, text conversation. Let's. Uh, I, I got this park. Come and come and hang with us. We're gonna. Yeah. Or I would even do it this way. Saturday, you're with you, you. Got the dog. Saturday morning. Hey, I'm planning on going to this park today. Uh-huh. Do you want to come? Want to come along? Come along. Mm-hmm. And then it's a no pressure. It's not a date. Mm-hmm. You can get to know each other. Soft opening for the soft opening, and then you'll go from there. From there, then it becomes a different email. It's okay. Hey, that was so much fun today. I would love to get a drink, or my friends and I are doing something. I right. get the dog, leave the dogs at home, mm-hmm. but bring that wiener. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Brett Erickson, such a pleasure, man. That was great. So I great to have this you. Very much. Thanks oh, I'm for happy you enjoyed. Me. Thank you and so welcome, much. Welcome to West Hollywood. It's good to be in West Hollywood. Uh, I'm I'm pumped to be here. I'm pumped to save some shows here. It's good to be in the bowels of the Comedy Store. It's an amazing building. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, go all of you now. Go follow Brett uh, at I Brett My Pants at I Brett My Pants on Instagram and Twitter. Issues with Andy Fridays on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure that link is. Yeah, it's on easy. your Instagram yeah, 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 and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So at I Brett My Pants, you can go to my Instagram. You can fo- uh, find all that stuff. If you're in Chicago, I'm gonna be there. Zanies, uh, I'm gonna be there in Labor Day weekend. Jaredfree.com, Jaredfree.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>